Vanessa Brown. This is Inside Offerings Podcast, a spiritual perspective offered with love to encourage and inspire. Misinterpretation of a statement, a strange look, a misunderstood gesture are some of the many triggers which may cause anger in others. Ironically, some of the same things we angrily react to may very well be the things we ourselves do to others. Regardless, the emotional effects of anger causes in part the fight or flight reaction when triggered. We find ourselves in a state of defense and self-protection. In this state, we mentally lose our ability to listen and rationalize. It has been said, angry people are not always wise. This is so true. No one is immune to anger. However, with understanding, effort, faith, and prayer, we can learn to control it before it destroys us. As written in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29, whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. We must determine and understand the who, what, and why of our anger. Once understood, we must then make the effort to let it go and forgive. Forgiveness is for us, not them. We must then take the next steps that are connecting to Christ, continued prayer, and steadfast faith. Then ask God to deliver us from the control of anger and restore us with his peace and love. A heart filled with anger has no room for love, so said by journalist Joan London. We must then release our anger into the Lord's control, then practice faith in knowing that he will deliver us. So affirmed in Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. See, God has come to save me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. As in everything, we must put in the work. We must not take every misunderstanding as a personal attack. We must, we must make every effort to understand the circumstances without responding in anger. Ecclesiastics chapter 7 verse 9 tells us, Be not quick in your spirit to become angry, for anger lodges in the heart of fools. We are also reminded in 1 John chapter 4 verse 16, We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. Let's stand firm in our faith, especially in the midst of all attempts to unravel our peace. Finally, I pray that God teaches each of us to deal with our anger immediately and help us not to be controlled by our anger. I pray that he helps us release what is angering us completely. In Jesus' name, amen. I am Nessa Brown. This is Inside Offerings, leaving you with this verse from Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. 
A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. I am Nessa Brown. This is Inside Offerings Podcast, a spiritual perspective offered with love to encourage and inspire. Loneliness is defined as the state of being alone and feeling sad about it. In other words, a feeling of sadness or anxiety one feels when alone and or in a crowd. It is a very challenging emotion in which we all may experience at some point in our lives. Loneliness and being alone can be very different. Loneliness can make one feel invisible, alienated, sad, lost, useless, and very unhappy. As Mother Teresa once stated, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. However, there are those who choose to be alone for solitude, self-control, faith building, as well as many other reasons. In such circumstances, being alone is a choice made and not an emotion. It has been said, loneliness expresses the pain of being alone and solitude expresses the glory of being alone. The pain of loneliness is caused by an emptiness, a longing to connect or be connected to someone. It also may be feeling or being different than others and not understanding how to embrace and share those differences. Understanding that God is the answer to knowing and embracing one's purpose is the beginning of uniting with others. First, we must bring our longing before the Lord as stated in Psalms chapter 88 verses 1, 2, and 9. O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out to you by day. I come to you at night. Now hear my prayer. Listen to my cry. My eyes are blinded by my tears. Each day I beg for your help. O Lord, I lift my hands to you for mercy. The Lord will for sure hear and begin to heal the longing, pain, and loneliness within. As the healing process begins, our faith will strengthen. We will begin to realize as written in Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid or be dismayed. This confirms that we have never been and will never be alone. If you are lonely, feeling alone, discouraged, hopeless, longing for unity with someone, or lost with no understanding or knowledge how to help yourself, get help or be helped, I offer you Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life, so written in John chapter 14, verse 6a. Loneliness doesn't have to be anyone's reality. Freedom for loneliness is for the asking. Revelations chapter 3, verse 20 confirms, 
Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. I offer you, open the door, let God in, and you will never be alone. I leave you with this quote by C.S. Lewis. Look for yourself and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look for Christ and you will find him and with him everything else thrown in. I am Nessa Brown. This is Inside Offerings, leaving you to ponder on Psalms chapter 30, chapter 73, verse 28. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works.